What's happening, y'all? Good afternoon. You know, I had never thought I would see the day when I see so much backlash over a holiday that, for the most part, was celebrated by African-American people. But it's funny how much backlash came after Joe Biden, President Biden, signed an executive order making Juneteenth a national federal holiday. Oh, there was so much anger and bitterness and backlash and frustration by white folks. Wow. I never expected something that a holiday would bring out the devil in so many people. Two of them come to my mind. There was an insurance agency in Maine who had very much displeasure over what happened with the Juneteenth holiday. They posted a sign on their door. They basically said, and I quote, Juneteenth, it's whatever. We closed. Enjoy your fried chicken and collard greens. Hmm. Sad. And when you find out what happened to that company because of that post, it's really, it's even sadder indeed. And I will talk about that in a future post. But the reason why I'm talking about all this right now is I never would have expected something like a holiday that, like I said, was mostly celebrated in the South and mostly by African-American people to bring out so much hatred in people. But the one I'm going to focus on is, good, is, of course, good old Charlie Kirk. Yep, a little turning point little boy that thinks he's the next greatest thing to Donald Trump himself. Yeah, Charlie Kirk had something to say about it. And at first, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to let it be because I felt that there were many other statements that deserved uh, a little bit more examination. But I thought about it. And I'm going to quote his tweet per verbatim. Charlie Kirk, the turning point guy, Quoted and I speak and I quote, we have one Independence Day and it's not June 19th. Okay. Like I said at first, I wasn't going to go there. But then I thought about it long and hard. And I think that this little boy and other ones that think on his wavelength. And I'm talking about the people who subscribe to Fox News and Newsmax, and other conservative think tanks that are run mostly by decrepit, old, scary, racist white people. I felt for the service of those that are young and impressionable, I felt it is best for me to go there. So, Charlie Kirk, welcome to Rugrat School 101. You have just been enrolled. Class is in session. Sit down and take notes. So, let me ask you this, Mr. Kirk. What do you think was going on on that day in 1776 
when the United States won its independence from Great Britain. Oh, there was a lot of celebrations going on. There was a lot of happiness and joy that was spread all over the world because the United States was finally free from the tyranny of Great Britain. The U.S. finally took its stranglehold, took Great Britain's stranglehold off, and now the 13 colonies are free original states, no longer under the control of Great Britain. So they celebrated. And how they celebrate? Oh, they celebrated with fireworks. They celebrated with, with parties. They celebrated with alcohol. They celebrated with dances and other things. What do you think? But so you say there's only one Independence Day? Okay. So the question is, while y'all were doing all of that, what, would, what was the African slave doing? We weren't dancing. We weren't invited to none of the parties unless we were working there. What were we doing on that beautiful first day of independence from Great Britain? Busting our ass in the hot blazing sun. Sun up to sun down. Working hard. Picking cotton. Picking tobacco. Sugar cane. Corn. Whatever it happened to be the crop that it happened to be of the day. We were in the house cooking your food and, and preparing your drinks so that y'all can have these celebrations. What were we doing? Cleaning up the yards and cleaning up the houses so that y'all can enjoy y'all's beautiful day of celebration and drunkenness and gluttony. What were we doing? Taking care of your babies. So you can go out there and make some more babies if you wanted to. Yeah. You, and for someone like uh, Greg Kelly who claimed that Juneteenth is just another day for drunkenness and excess and partying. What do you think the founding fathers were doing on that beautiful first day of independence? They weren't sitting in a church praising God and thanking God for their independence. Oh, no. They were living it up. As soon as that paper hit, as soon as the ink hit the paper, they pulled out the bourbon. They pulled out the, the alcohol. And they were getting pissy drunk. So my thoughts for, for Glenn Kelly talking about that they don't need another holiday of excess. Glenn Kelly can go straight to hell because that's exactly what the founding fathers were doing. They weren't sitting up on the shore praying and thanking God for, for independence from Great Britain. They were living it up while we worked our asses off building up America's economy. And every July 4th after that was the same thing. The exact same thing. Even after we were freed in 1865, which is what Juneteenth was about to begin with, even after we were freed, we still didn't get to celebrate. Because the truth of the matter is, when the Constitution was written, the Constitution was not written with the African slave in mind. It wasn't written with the Indian in mind. It wasn't written with the woman in mind. It wasn't written with the immigrant in mind. There was only one group of people that that constitution qualified. White, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant males. Because remember, women didn't get the right to vote till 1920. Blacks didn't get the right to vote till 1965. Blacks weren't even considered American citizens until 1965. 
But keep in mind, there were black people long before 1776. There were black people on this on these shores long before the first colonists came on the Mayflower. We were here first. And then you brought more of us here. We ain't forgot it all. So while you were celebrating, we were working. While you were partying and getting down, we were being beaten and raped and sweating and bleeding and dying. While, while your families were celebrating, our families were separated. So if, there's any, if we have any reason to be grateful and celebratory, it should be for Juneteenth. Because after all the hell that the black person has been doing on this continent since 1619, we have a reason to celebrate. Considering every demonized, devilish, satanic thing that you try to do against the African slave on this con in this country and you failed when you try to exterminate us through any means necessary, we have a reason to celebrate. Let's think about something. You probably don't know this, Charlie Kirk, because you were too busy uh, kissing up butt probably since you were in high school. Let me ask you a question. Who do you think was the first casualty of the Revolutionary War? The very war that got our independence in the first place. Who do you think was the first casualty? It wasn't white, dude. I can guarantee you right now, if you look it up right now, the first casualty of the Revolutionary War was not a white person. The first casualty was Crispus Attucks, an African slave. Look it up. Google it. The first casualty of the Revolutionary War was Crispus Attucks. Look it up. The fact of the matter is black people, blacks on this, in this country have been fighting in wars ever since America's inception. During the War of 1812, you know, blacks fought valiantly for the United States, even though they were slaves. In fact, New England, the, the England was so desperate to get soldiers, they were willing to go to the, to get to the slaves and promise them freedom if they fought, if they fought against America. And many of black people took up that offer because they felt it would be better to die free than to live a slave. Many blacks took that offer and many of them died in the process. But many others fought for the American side, even during that same time when racist Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled Banner. And I think I told part about that third verse, the verse we don't sing, but it's in there. You can look it up too. Blacks fought in the Civil War on both sides. I'm pretty sure you remember the movie Glory, right, uh, Charlie? That's a very good movie. It was an Oscar-winning movie for Denzel Washington, who played the who played the leader of a black of a black uh, Union troop who fought valiantly against the Confederates. There were blacks that fought on the Confederate side. You, let me see if you remember this. You know the Sojourner Truth and uh, Harriet Tubman. I'm pretty sure you don't remember those names, but I'll help you out. They were both they were both spies for the Union Army. Yep, she worked as a spy for the Union Army. Okay, blacks fought in the Spanish American War in the 1890s. Blacks fought in World War One and World War Two in segregated units, of course. Dory Miller was a very famous uh, naval uh, cook 
who helped to save lives during when Pearl Harbor was invaded in 1941. He won a Purple Heart for his bravery. The problem was that black people then and now continue to fight overseas for freedoms and rights that we have yet to really experience in this country. So while y'all were out there partying and celebrating and dancing, we came back to second-class citizenship. Yeah, that's what we came back to. We didn't get no ticker tape parades. We didn't get no pictures on the TV or anything like that. What do we get? We get called N-word constantly. We got to sit in the back of the bus. We had to sit in segregated places. Many, many, Af many African-American soldiers were hung and lynched during that time. Many in their uniforms, especially after uh, Harry S. Truman uh, integrated the armed forces in, the, in 1948. Blacks fought in, in Korea. Blacks fought in Vietnam. For freedoms, the, one of the most famous parts of that. Remember the boxer Muhammad Ali? They tried to draft him to fight. He refused on religious grounds. You stripped him of his titles, you stripped him of his rights to fight, and yet Ali still considered the greatest fighter of all time, and rightfully so, because he stood for what he believed in. You know, blacks fought during the invasion of Grenada. Black people fought valiantly during the first and second Gulf Wars. Black people are still serving valiantly in our military in all branches of the military, in high-ranking parts of the military. The problem with people like you, Charlie, is that the only reason, the only thing you like is when things benefit you. When it benefits somebody else other than you, then you get offended. But of course, that's of course, um, being a Trumpite helps too. But I had to go there because, you know, most people that listen to you and follow you aren't on the bright side of the, of the picture. They're dumb, easily led. That's why Trump was able to recruit them to, for his 2016 election. And he almost was successful in the 2020 election. But I had to go there, Charlie, with all due respect. I had to go there because you don't know and you're too stupid to want to know. And that's the problem. It's not that you're ignorant of facts. You know the facts. You're a smart dude. I have to give the devil his due. You're a smart dude. You're just racist and ignorant as hell. That's all that is. You're a smart cat. You got brains. You just don't use them right, but you got brain power. You're a smart individual. You're just racist. You're bigoted. And it would behoove you to be honest and admit that. And you would be better off. And maybe there could be some healing for you. But just like just like Trump and everybody else, you're in denial of the fact that you're racist. You're thinking that anything that's outside of the, of the regular perimeters is against the American way of life. Not realizing it was not it was not just white Anglo-Saxon Protestant males that made America. 
Other groups made America. The black man is America. The white man is America. The Asian man is America. The brown Hispanic man is America. The woman is America. You know what I'm saying? It's not just white people that made contributions to making this country great. It took everybody to step in and step to the plate to make this country great. And it would behoove you to know some of those people. It would behoove you to take some of that brain power and clean your act up and you could see just how great America is and the con- contributors that made that contributed to that greatness. You know, I know a lot of people may have wrote you off, Charlie, but I still see hope in you. I still see hope that God will open your eyes and touch your heart and let you see what a jerk you've been over these years and that you can change your ways. But that's if you wish to do so. You have to want to change your ways. Nothing I can say or anybody else can say can do that. You got to want to be different. You got to not want to be the status quo. But I also went there is because I know that there's so many of my people that are looking down and feeling down and feeling like that black people don't have nothing in this country. You know, despite everything that Charlie, people like Charlie Kirk have said and Greg Kelly and uh, Tucker Carlson and others have said about blacks and they still think about blacks today, look at how far we have come since 1776. Hell, how far we've come since 1865. Think about it. We've come a long way from working on those plantations and picking cotton. We've come a long way from riding the back of the bus. We've come a long way from being beaten and raped and lynched. Yes, those things still exist today. But look how far we've come. And we've got a lot of reason to be thankful and a lot of reason to be happy. And not let people like Charlie Kirk or anybody else tell you any different. Because you have a reason to keep your head high. You have a reason to have a sense of pride and dignity. You have a reason to celebrate Juneteenth. But also, while you celebrate, I'm going to leave you with this thought. Let us remember the sacrifices of those who came before us, the sacrifices of those who paved the way for us. Many people have lost their lives. Many people have bled and sweat and worked hard and been insulted so that you and I can have the privileges that we had today. Let's not forget about them. Their sacrifice, their struggles. Let's not forget about it. Let them know by living a life that is wholesome and good that their sacrifices for us was not in vain. And there are people that even today are still making strides. That's why we celebrate Juneteenth. It's not just another day to, to barbecue. It's not just another day to go pull out a CD player and start playing good music and playing dominoes and uh playing uh, spades and going out there and dan- and buck dancing or whatever. It's not just the day for that. 
We've come a long way from 1865. We've come a long way from 1776. We've got a lot to be thankful for. We've got a lot to celebrate. Look how far we've come. Look how far God has brought us. That's why we celebrate Juneteenth. That's the real reason why we should celebrate Juneteenth. Any other reason is a waste of time. So, Charlie, there you go. I've given you my two cents. The ball's in your court. Get your life straight. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and on my website at whoisrugrat.net. I'll have more later on. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. As my the late Marvin Zindler would say, good golf, good tennis, or whatever makes you happy. But stay cool doing it because it's hot as hell out there. <laughs> anyway, big male who is rug red. God bless. I'm out.